And good morning, good morning, good Thursday morning under the chant of No Tent City. Curtis Sliwa, Curtis Sliwa arrested as protesters blocked the entrance to the migrant tent city at Creedmoor Psychiatric Center, which just opened for 1,000 Migrants, Curtis Lewa and Queens residents blocked a roadway in front of the Creedmoor Hospital grounds, and this is what it sounded like. Curtis, what do you have to say? Curtis, Curtis, what message do I have for the mayor? Curtis, Mr. Sliwa, why'd you, why'd you block traffic for, sir? Curtis! I'm going that way, that sidewalk. And what was going on? Curtis Lee was hands were behind his back with plastic handcuffs as police brass escorted him to a vehicle, rather a, uh, a, a truck to transport him and other protesters. And for what has occurred, we are joined right now by Curtis Lee live, who spent several hours in custody. Good morning to you, Mr. Sliwa. Oh, good morning, Dominic. Uh, they didn't give me a rough ride in the paddy wagon, and we were booked at the 105th precinct, which might as well be leave it to Beaverland, Father Knows Best, Little House on the Prairie. I had no idea there was a precinct in the middle of nowhere out here. You learn something every day of your life for 69 years. I finally found the 105th precinct, and they had me copper squat in the jail cell. So explain what, why did you feel the strong need to do this and engage in civil disobedience? Well, look, just today earlier, you had Kathy Hochul uh, issue a 14-page blistering letter to Eric Adams, who I thought they were like friends for life. Not after that letter. She was saying, we gave you $1.5 billion, Mayor Eric Adams, a year ago. We provided you with enough state facilities within the borders of the five boroughs of the city of New York, and you never did anything. We never got an invoice. We want to know where the state money is. And, you know, Eric Adams has a habit of doing this, filing at the last second, not filing paperwork, not accounting for money taken in and then money spent. Because what I've told you, Eric, this guy operates on the premise you say you say contract, and then he starts thinking kickback, kickbacks for friends of Eric Adams. Remember, you have a group out there right now called Doc Go, in which he rewarded a no bid contract, four hundred and thirty-two million dollars. They never did this kind of work before. No experience whatsoever. Everything they've done has been a disaster. The only reason they got a no bid contract because they've contributed to Eric Adams before. He thinks one day he's going to need them to run for president. So screw the rest of us. Eric Adams and Eric Adams' buddies are going to have their beak in this trough. I see. I see. Oh, well, anyway, I got rid of Dominic. It's another way that I can just nominate WABC, always broadcasting Curtis. 
even from the streets of Hillside, right opposite Creedmoor. I'm back where the demonstration started to make sure no illegal aliens are sneaking out and sort of out of sight, out of mind, because there is no curfew here. No curfew whatsoever. This is crazy when you combine it with the number of patients who sometimes walk off the grounds of the New York State Psychiatric Facility here at Creedmoor. And there are a number who have done that. And now you have 1,000 single, able-bodied young men who are with nothing to do, nowhere to go, in the middle of nowhere. And by the way, I want to warn everybody in Nassau County, your, uh, your county executive, Bruce Blakeman, your elected officials who are predominantly Republican said no to the illegal aliens. They would not be a sanctuary county. Uh, they would not offer Eric Adams any locations to house the overflow. But now that we're in Creedmoor, it is one and a half miles from Great Neck, one and a half miles from Northern Boulevard, one and a half miles from Hillcrest. And there are two bus lines right here. I'm looking at them right now on Hillside Avenue, right outside of Creedmoor, where these illegal aliens have free transportation at taxpayers' expense. They can go anywhere in the city, but more importantly, they're going to be coming out to Nassau County. And uh, by the way, Curtis, this is about it. Curtis, this is Rita, uh, Rita Cosby, because uh, we're trying to get Dominic back up. Uh, I was talking about you, by the way, earlier tonight, too. Uh, give us a sense. First off, because I, I, I heard the video. I saw the video. Um, you were talking with me and John Katsimatidis on our Katz and Cosby show earlier, predicting this was going to be number 78, right? So, uh, so you got the 78. T- talk about what happened, what the scene was like there, because it was wild and everybody was chanting Curtis, Curtis, Curtis. Yes, well, Rita, there were hundreds of residents here. And if you looked in their faces, you can't say these were just white people. They were Indian, Pakistani from Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, uh, first-time Americans who came in the legal way, first-time homeowners. You had blacks. You had Hispanics. You had a lot of Asians from mainland China. Again, many of them first-time homeowners. Many of them legal immigrants who came in the right way, which is the long way. And they were especially outraged because they they were telling everyone, look, took me five years, six years. I had to go to my consulate in my country of origin. Then I had to jump through hoops. I had to bide my time. And then eventually when I came to America, I had to have a sponsor, somebody who would take responsibility for any and all expenses should I not get a job. Should I not be able to pay my rent? I would not be the responsibility of the taxpayers of the United States or the city or the county that I was living in. That's the way it should be. With these illegal aliens coming in, oh, the lucky day for them. They come across the border. Catholic Charities meets them. Let's say they're coming through uh, Mexico into Texas, Nuevo Laredo into Laredo, Eagle Pass, or they come over from Juarez into El Paso, Catholic Charities meets them. They are using federal tax dollars. They say to the illegals, no matter where they're from, because many of them are from the Western Hemisphere, they're from Central America, they're from South America, but they're also from North Africa, from Chad and the Sudan and Senegal and Madagascar and Mauritania. They paid $8,000. They fly into Mexico City. A coyote takes them up to the border. The moment they cross the Rio Grande, Catholic Charities gives them petty cash. Ask them what city they want to go into. Nine out of ten times, they say New York. 
because they've seen the videos in their country of origin. They see that you get to stay in a three-star hotel like uh, over the Paramount on 46th and 8th Avenue, uh, the, uh, the New Watson. York Road. The Watson on 57th, Curtis. Exactly. So you're in Midtown Manhattan. It's almost like Marlo Thomas. You know, that girl, <laughs> when she came into New York, they told her had me yet. They can't believe their good fortune. And we keep giving them amenities, culturally appropriate food. Uh, they have cell phones, iPhones, smartphones. They get health care. They get things. A swimming pool. A swimming pool, Curtis. Right at McCarran Park, isn't it? Yeah. And then there's a four-star hotel they just moved into in Long Island City. Marble floors. Two beds in a room, saunas, jacuzzis. When they walked in there from Colombia, they said, oh, my God, we're, we're not, we don't represent Colombia. It's not like we're ambassadors. No, 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 no. No, this is for you, the illegal aliens. Americans who are down on their luck, let's say they're veterans or they're emotionally disturbed or they're homeless or they have alcohol or drug problems, they get nothing in comparison. And Rita, most of those in our city are African-American, so they're wondering, hey, Eric Adams, you wouldn't be mayor now in that Democratic primary where you ran against Maya Wiley and, and Kathy Garcia if you didn't get the African-American vote. So how come to the winner go the spoils and you sent us to the back of the line? You're taking better care of illegal aliens than you are to the very people who elected you mayor. You know, Curtis uh, and everybody, we are talking to Curtis Lewa, who just got arrested a little bit ago. Uh, he was out there saying enough about the migrants who now there's a 1,000 uh, single adult male facility with tents in uh, Creedmoor, uh, which is the psychiatric facility in Queens. And so he and a couple others got arrested. I- I'm glad you're, you know, sounding the alarm you, you know, it's amazing, Curtis. I am surprised that people of New York, you've been sounding the alarm, but a lot of other people in New York haven't really sort of woken up to just how pervasive this is in New York City until like the last week or two. What took them so long, do you think, Curtis? And growing and growing by the day. They average about five buses that come into the Port Authority each and every day. They discharge. They go over to the Roosevelt Hotel. They're processed. And now... They're sent into the outer boroughs. To give you an idea on Creedmoor, it's 300 acres. I was uh, on the grounds last night, no security. Years ago, when it had 9,000 patients in 1960, there were people like Woody Guthrie who sang, this land is your land, this is my, la- is my land, from California to the New yes, York Island. go right to the telephone calls. Yes. And uh, sorry, you're, you're here in Dominic because we have Dominic back on here, Curtis Lewa. Uh, Dominic, you take it away, my friend. Thank you, Rita. Thank you. And thank you, Curtis. You know, I'm looking at some of the phone calls, Curtis, and let's let's uh, open a line 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. Uh, I see we have a call from Mike in New Jersey. Good morning, Mike. You're talking to uh, Dominic Carter and Curtis Sliwa, who just recently, within a matter of uh, hours, has been released from uh, from uh, police custody. What's on your yeah. mind, Mike? Protesters out of their mind? Are they crazy? Is Curtis out of his mind? Did you ever hear the word quarantine, quarantine? Which means when you have sick people, you put them into a house and you isolate them. You keep them there. You don't let them go out and contaminate the rest of the people. Okay, New York is gone. 
New York should be quarantined. Let the drug addicts, the, the thugs, the hoodlums, the, the prostitutes, and now the illegals quarantine them to New York City. What are these, are these people crazy? They want them to go into Suffolk County, Nassau County, Westchester County, Rockland County, and New Jersey. You want to spread them all over? You want to contaminate the entire outside of New York? Keep them in okay, New so, York. So, so, so what, what, what's, what's your question for Curtis? Okay, why are, you, why are you fighting not to keep them in New York? You're saying they're going to go to Nassau County and Suffolk? You play with you, you want them to spread? No, they, look, they're not going to send them back. They're here to stay. So what you do is you common sense. You quarantine them. You make New York the dumping ground. New York is gone. Okay. It's dead and buried. Okay, we, 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 we got it. We got it. Curtis, what's your reaction? Oh, man, As I guess I got to be like not Curtis Lewa, but Kurt Russell and Escape from New York. <laughs> we keep everyone quarantined to the five boroughs. Now, Dominic, interesting story earlier today. 76 illegals willingly went up to Rochester. They were going to settle there. The moment they got to Rochester, they realized it was Rochester with all the crime. They got off the bus at the uh, uh, their, their, their version of the Port Authority there, the bus terminal. They got back on the bus, and they told uh, the bus driver, we ain't getting off here. Take us back to New York City. So that gives you an idea that they've learned how are you going to get them back to the farm when they've been to Gay Paris? How are you going to get them to go anywhere when they've been to New York City? They don't want to go anywhere. And there, therein lies the problem. Therein lies the problem. So how often, Curtis, are you going to be engaging in civil disobedience? Well, I told Mayor Gandhi, because you may have uh, seen that on Sunday at the end of the annual India Day Parade, which is right here outside of Creedmoor, he said he wanted to be like Gandhi, like Mahatma Gandhi. So I call him Mayor Gandhi now, Mayor Mahatma Gandhi. Hey, you talked about civil disobedience. Every protest from now on is going to start with civil disobedience. And you know where the last protest is going to take place, Dominic? Uh, I can only imagine. Gracie Mansion, because remember he said originally, hey, we've got space here. I'll take in some illegals. Then he said, oh, they won't let me do it. If you look on Google Earth, you look at the shot of the backyard of Gracie Mansion, uh, they have tents there. You've been there when they have cultural events, Dominic. When yes. they think yes. it's inclement weather, they put up the tents. It can house 250. No more do as I say, not as I do. Eric Adams, we're going to force you to take your fair share of illegal aliens because, as he has said, Mayor Mahatma Gandhi, everything's on the table. So, Curtis, once they got you to the police station, what happened at that point? What were the authorities saying to you? Were, were, they, were they greeting you as a celebrity? What was going on? Well, those that lived in New York City had said they had voted for me. And I said, well, guess what? <laughs> in, in two years, you got a chance to vote for me again. This time out here in Queens, people were saying, don't blame me. I voted for Sliwa. So I think you're going to see this time around, it's not going to be the walk in the park that Eric Adams had the first time when he got anointed mayor before there was even a general election. The moment he won, ranked choice voting, they were calling him mayor. This time, it's going to be a battle, and I'm in it from day one. 
I want to go to uh, one or two more calls, Curtis, before I let you go. Let's go to a friend of the program, Audrey in Brooklyn. She has a question for you. Audrey, good morning. What's your question for Curtis Lewa? Thank you for taking my call. Curtis, I just have one, two questions. One, what is your point? And when you were asked why were you protesting, you said about a letter that Kathy sent to Eric. I don't understand what you're doing, because if you want to run for mayor, that is not the behavior that a mayor should do. Have a point. So what is your point? No, excuse me. Civil disobedience is not what the mayor is engaged in. Eric Adams used to engage in civil disobedience. So do you forget his days when he was being mentored by Dominic's friends, Al Slim, Shady, Sharpton? No justice, no peace, no justice, no peace. Come on, Audrey. He made his bones in civil disobedience. If he could do it and become mayor, so can I. This is my 78th arrest. And I'm the proudest of this arrest out of all of them. Okay, good. Oh, thank you for the uh, for the uh, for the call, Audrey. Let's go to Adam in Pennsylvania. Good morning, Adam. You're talking to Curtis Lewa, who engaged in civil disobedience just a short time ago and has been released from police custody. Good morning, Adam. God bless that man. God bless you too, Dominic Carter. I don't listen. Listen, I'm going to tell you how it is in Philly. Republicans don't get a shot. We don't get no shot. Nothing. What Curtis Lewa did, I watched it. I, I have the uh, I have the streaming services from New York and Philly. I watched that. I cried. But I'm not a New York voter. I would have voted for Sliwa. He's like a great man. I've listened to a lot of his shows for years. Um, what you guys do is amazing. I mean, there's there's no conservative. There's no Republican. There's no one of independent thought who gets a chance down here. So I just wanted to let you, Mr. Carter, and you, Mr. Sliwa, know you guys are doing a great job. Uh, I mean, you guys are real Americans. We don't get them like that Curtis, anymore. I'm, you know, you. I mean, my, thank you. my mother. Well, I, I, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, thank you for the comment. Curtis, your reaction? Oh, uh, boy, you talk about a city that's in need, Philadelphia. He's right. There, there's no Republicans in Philadelphia. But can you convey one message for me, Dominic? Go ahead. Can you tell Frank Morano, the Mama Luke? that he muscled me out at 7.05 this morning, you know, coming in with Sid Rosenberg. He told Sid, I'll talk about UFOs. You tell him, psych, Curtis Lee is back in action, Frank. Go home. Go to Staten Island. Take care, little Carmine. I got it. One last uh, call for you, Curtis. Let's go to Ted and uh, Forest Hills. Good morning, Ted. Uh, you're on with uh, Dominic Carter and Curtis Lewa, who just engaged in civil disobedience and was arrested a short time ago uh, in Queens over the issue of migrants and the tent city. Good morning, Ted. Yeah, thank you. I'm on uh, Selford Street and Metropolitan Avenue, Curtis. Memorial Day. Um, what do we do about the future? Are we stooges of the Democrat Party? No, no. In fact, uh, I have found that most of the people who came out to the demonstration, Dominic described in hundreds, were moderate Democrats. They don't like this. Remember, they have uh, co-ops. They have condos. So they, they, they have investments. Uh, they own homes. They're paying mortgages. They don't like this. It's better that Republicans disagree with moderate Democrats on some issues 
and come together on other issues and then form a coalition to beat back the socialists of AOC, all our crazy Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, because they're the only ones welcoming the illegal alien. That is our common enemy, AOC and the socialists. And so, Curtis, uh, how often are you going to do this? Is this going to the civil disobedience getting arrested? Is this going to be a regular for you now? Absolutely. On Sunday, if anybody would like to join us, they don't have to get arrested like me and some of the others who have agreed to do that at two o'clock in Midland Beach in Staten Island, where Eric Adams moved out the elderly, senior citizens in a long-term senior citizen home to make room for the illegals. We're chaining ourselves to the fence. We're saying no to the illegal aliens. Bring the senior citizens back, and we're on the attack. We're on the offensive. Let's see what the swagger man with no plan has in mind, because right now he's drowning. He doesn't. He can't dig himself out of the hole he created a year ago when he called Abbott, the governor, a racist, and he welcomed everybody to this, the sanctuary city. Now he says, no mas, no mas. Too late, Eric. You've dug yourself a hole. Now you got to dig all of us out of it. So, Curtis Lewa, uh before you go, was the mayor, do you know if the mayor was notified uh, at the time of your arrest? That, that, does Mayor Adams know you were in custody? Oh, he knew, but you know who dropped time and made the call and say you got to spring him so he can be on radio tomorrow? That's the Queensboro, uh, the Queens District Attorney. Because remember, if I don't work, Dominic Carter, I don't get paid. And if I don't get paid, I can't say child support. <laughs> Any any parting thoughts, Mr. Sliwa? So you're you're saying you're going to do this now on a on a regular? Yeah, because look, let's face it, normal demonstrations do not get traction. You have to prove you're willing to get arrested for officials to take you seriously. We saw the first chink in the armor today. Remember, you couldn't have been any closer than Kathy Hochul was to Eric Adams. Closer than any two governors and mayors have ever been. But today was a defining moment. That 14-page letter of Kathy Hochul criticizing Eric Adams. I don't think their, uh, their friendship and their work relationship will be able to recover from this because she's asking what we're asking. Show me the money, Eric. Where did you spend the billions of dollars? Dominic, how do you go from saying it's going to cost $4 billion a week ago to then at the beginning of the new week saying it's going to cost $12 billion. Is that common core math? I mean, I didn't do very well in mathematics, but how do you go from $4 billion times 3 to $12 billion? Well, I, I do have to tell you, Mr. Sliwa, your your arrest uh, has gone uh, national uh, in in terms of um, the press coverage that's that's uh, that uh, of you uh, being placed in those plastic handcuffs, I even saw an elderly man, Curtis, uh, with a walker who did the same thing, engaged in civil disobedience. Was he part of your group? Yes, it was the march of the wheelchairs and walkers. And as you know, at the age of sixty-nine, any minute. I might have to use a walker or a wheelchair. So you can wheel me around, Dominic, to my next uh, demonstration (laughs) where I get arrested. 
Hey, listen, let, let, let me just say, I, you have a lot of phone calls coming in right now, Curtis. Marie and Brooklyn, good morning, Marie. Uh, you're chatting with uh, Dominic Carter, Curtis Sliwa, who engaged in civil disobedience and was arrested by the NYPD. Go right ahead, Marie. Yes, I just wanted to say that Eric Adams has turned our city into Gotham City. He's not Gandhi. He's more like the penguin, uh, how he dresses up. And with Curtis, Curtis is now becoming Batman and really helping our city. And I thank him and, you know, continue the fight and continue to save our city. Well, Well, thank thank you, Marie. Go go ahead, Curtis. Go ahead. Let me assure you, uh, Dominic, that I might be Batman, but, oh, boy, Frank Morano, the Mameluke, is not Robin. He is not Boy Wonder. What, one more call here, and then I'll let you go. I know you have a lot to get to. Hey, are you going to be on the radio this morning, your regular 705 slide? You're doggone well. I don't want Frank <laughs> hogging up that time talking about UFOs. <laughs> Let's go to Paul in North Carolina. Good morning, Paul. You're chatting with Dominic Carter and Curtis Lewa, uh who has just been released from NYPD custody. Curtis, you are a stud, dude, and and you too, Dominic, and you guys are fighting the good fight. I visited Manhattan 30 years ago, and I had a good, I enjoyed it very much, but I live in a Shangri-La down here compared to New York City in this day. So keep up the good fight, gentlemen. You're in my thoughts. I do appreciate it. We've got to save New York City so that tourists will come back. So we can become the crown jewel in America again, like we we have been before. Right now, it's tarnished. We're in a deep decline. We're falling into the abyss. And Eric Adams, swagger man, has no plan to get us out of this mess that he that he generated with the illegal aliens by inviting them. Hey, Curtis Lee, I'm late for a break, but I see two calls that I want to take. I want to take Larry in Brooklyn, Norman also in Brooklyn. So let's begin with Norman before I let you go. Norman, go right ahead. You're chatting with Curtis Lee. I just wanted to, uh, hi, Dominic and Curtis. I just wanted to tell you, Curtis, my Canarsie brother, that I will be with you this Sunday at 2 o'clock in Staten Island in Midlands Beach for sure. Absolutely. Everyone else is welcome to come out. Doesn't mean you have to be arrested. Doesn't mean you have to participate in civil disobedience. But this time, hopefully, we can get not just you coming all the way from Canarsie, but Frank Morano, who missed the last demonstration because he was at a baby shower. Dominic, what kind of a man goes to a baby shower? I mean, I don't understand that. I, I, hey, I'm I'm caught in the middle, in the middle between you and Morano. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn. Larry, uh, go right ahead before we let Curtis go. Yeah, Curtis, you know if uh, you know how you get uh, Adams to get a, a billion dollars from Joe Biden, you put you threaten to put all the illegal aliens in Brownsville in East New York because they'll all get mugged. Okay, and Biden wants to keep them in this country. They'll run back to their country. You know why Eric Adams does not put them in any black neighborhoods? Because he's trying to drive out the whites. You never pointed but, that but, out. But, Larry, you, you keep saying that that's not true. They, they, some, mig- some migrants are in black communities. I don't know where you're getting this from. Name me one site in Harlem, Crown Heights. I already told you on 110th Street. Curtis, please, please, please uh, yeah, well, uh, chime fact, in on this. Yeah, well, you have to do. 
I made a video two blocks away on 110th Street of an emotionally disturbed African-American woman sleeping on the bench two blocks from the old state lockup. It was turned into a, uh, a, uh, a, a basically a no-tell motel for these illegal aliens who were terrorizing the local black residents going up and down with their mopeds and e-bikes. They actually threw a guy through a plate glass window, chased another guy down the block. And the black people were saying, Eric, I thought, we're the guys who elected you mayor. What have you done? You have forsaken us. And he has, because this is what he thinks, Dominic. This is the game plan. I get Latinos in here. They'll be grateful to me. When I'm ready to run for president, I got a lock on the black vote. I'll have the Latino vote. And I'll be the second, no, make that the third black president in the United States history. Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, and Eric Adams. Any parting thoughts, Curtis Sliwa? Oh, yeah. Look, uh, if you notice, what well, we are at WABC. This includes Dominic. This includes Frank. This includes Sid in the Morning and everyone else. We don't just report the news. We don't just give you commentary. We prove tonight, Dominic, we also make the news. And you're vowing you're going to do this on a regular basis, civil disobedience, getting arrested. It's going to be so many times that after a while they got to lock me up at Rikers. It'll be homecoming for me because I've been locked up on Rikers before. Let's see if we can convince John Casamitidis to let me do live broadcast from C-74, C-76. <laughs> I can give shout-outs. Yo, what's up, homie? C-74, C-76. Curtis, Curtis, you are out of your mind. You oh, oh, want wait, to wait. go to Rikers Island? Wrong station, Hot 97, more drugs, more more, more drive-bys, more gangs. Wrong station. I'm sorry, Dominic. You want to go to Rikers Island? Oh, I love Rikers Island. I've been locked up there before. I've been in the dorm. I've been in the big solitary confinement. I've been in Punk City, protective custody. I've been all over Rikers Island. In fact, John Casamitidis is correct. Half the buildings are empty. You give them a little tune-up. Because they got showers, they got bathrooms, they got cafeterias, they've got kitchens. And overnight, you improve the ventilation, you can house 20 to 30,000 illegal aliens on Rikers Island. There's only one way in, one way out, and there's plenty of fresh air out there in Rikers Island. Curtis, I, I really am going to let you go on this note, but if you go to Rikers, you'll be out there with the brothers. Have you lost your mind? Yo, Bloods, Crips, MS-13, Trinitarios, Amordare, let's throw down. There's only one general on Rikers Island, and when I'm there, it's the Caucasian per- persuasion, the snow bro, the mighty whitey, Curtis Sliwa. <laughs> Curtis Sliwa, always, always interesting when I, uh, when I chat with you. Uh, I, I'm, I really am glad that you've been released, uh, from, from NYPD custody. I was I was worried about you the moment that I heard I I knew you had planned this uh 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 to happen but you know seeing you being escorted away in handcuffs and I I was worried about you man I really was Well know this uh, you had my back and I'm going to make sure that Eric Adams your pal that's my pal Dominic Carter I'm going to make sure he doesn't send any illegal aliens to Pomona where even the lawn jockeys are white 
Curtis Lewa, as always, entertaining. Thank you for joining us live uh, after his release for engaging in civil disobedience. Arrested just a few hours ago by the NYPD protesting. Curtis Lewa protesting the the, uh, migrant tent city at Creedmoor Psychiatric Center, which just opened for 1,000 migrants. This is the newest large-scale emergency site which took nearly two weeks to construct. And uh, again, 1,000 adult migrant men in two separate tent structures are expected to uh, be there. We have a, a lot of other stories to get to, but I don't know because we have a lot of phone calls on this. We are going to take a break. When we come back, more of your telephone calls from Brooklyn to Staten Island to Franklin Lake to New Jersey, Yonkers, and Staten Island. They say this is a big, rich town. I just come from the poet's part. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Well, we just finished chatting with Curtis Slewa, who engaged in civil disobedience, arrested by the NYPD out uh, at the uh, Creedmoor Psychiatric Center. The issue of migrants chants by the crowd out there of no tent city this issue is not going away anytime soon we see all of your telephone calls and we're going to get right back to them but i do want to make a a a quick point on two other stories so one we now have an official excuse an official excuse for how in the world the indictments in the Georgia Trump case could be posted before the grand jury had completed its work. The court clerk in Georgia is coping, is, is, is admitting, I should say, to the early release of the Trump charges stating that she is human. Listen to what she had to say. I am human. I did a work sample in the system. And when I hit save, it went to the press queue. It wasn't an official document. It wasn't official charges. It was the dry run. It was a work sample. Interesting. That's all I'll say. It's interesting. This as the Fulton County District Attorney, uh, Fannie Willis, has requested a trial date. This is unbelievable. Of March Fourth, 2024. Listen, folks have advantages in politics, but I mean, come on. You want this man to do battle with you, Trump, with both of his hands tied behind his back, uh, blindfolders on, and his feet tied. I mean, come on. So if the judge agrees with this, the trial would begin one day after Super Tuesday, when Republican voters in 15 states and American Samoa will head to the polls to choose their preference for the party's 2024 presidential nominee. And uh, for a second here, uh, San Francisco, California, unbelievable, a doom loop tour 
is already sold out, and hey, it may be coming to uh, New York City. It's a, a tour, a walking tour of close and personal bad things, horrible things that are currently happening in San Francisco. What I'm talking about, the drug markets, the abandoned office buildings, the uh, uh, it can go on and on, the deserted department stores. Listen to this television report on this San Francisco Doom Loop Tour. A new kind of walking tour does not highlight the best of San Francisco. In fact, it's claiming that it'll do the opposite. At the end of the month, there's a post-up that you can pay $30 to tour the city's most controversial areas. Participants will start at City Hall, continue through Mid-Market, the Tenderloin, Union Square. Organizers call the walking tour an expert tour through all of the worst of San Francisco. I'm really hoping this is a joke, but it's up on Eventbrite. The tour is expected to be a mile and a half long. But it's not a joke. And, folks, it could be coming to New York City very soon. Let's go back to your telephone calls. 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222, Callahan, Franklin Lake, New Jersey. Good morning. What's on your mind? Yes. Um, good morning, Dominic. Um, I'm concerned about the kids in the public schools and what, you know, the recreation centers have been compromised, you know, for their quality recreation, they're all going to be going back to school and it's going to be very stressful for the kids that are there, the migrant kids and how do the teachers and everybody accommodate? It's really going to be something. You're referring to, with the influx of migrants in the school year that's about to start. Yeah. I mean And and I agree with you it's gonna be it's gonna be horrible. We already have overcrowded classrooms. Now you just keep throwing kids into the classroom. Uh you you have the issue of the language barrier that uh, most of these teachers don't speak Spanish. They don't have enough uh uh, Spanish uh, speaking teachers uh, on on staff, an absolute nightmare, absolute nightmare. But yet, uh, you know, let the school year begin. I, I, you're correct. And, what can I say? One other one other thing, Dominic. Um, even if a lot of the migrants have really good backgrounds, and I'm sure many do, and some don't, they are going to be vulnerable to gangs. I mean. It's like wearing a card. I don't have money. I don't know what to do. They're going to be jumped and they're going to be lured because they can't get into the mainstream without ID. I mean, am I right or am I wrong? You are 5,000% correct. They're almost shark meat, if you will. For for the gangs, you are a thousand percent correct, Callahan. I I thank you for your call, folks. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio seventy seven WABC. We are going to take a break. When we come back, the Chronicles of Dominic Carter and more of your calls from as far away as Texas, Yonkers, New Jersey, Staten Island, and 
Brooklyn. Well, now the Queensboro president, Donovan Richards, wants Nassau Coliseum to be used as a migrants center. Right. What 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 what's next? What what else is going to happen here? New York City officials want large venues outside the Big Apple, such as the vacant Nassau Coliseum in uh, Long Island to be considered for emergency shelters as the city continues to uh, to deal with uh, this issue. And it seems like it's just growing and it seems like. The controversy is just growing, and there's no end in sight. Let's go to Alex. Alex in Brooklyn. Good morning, Alex. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. Thanks for taking the call. And Alex? I wanted to ask you this. Yeah, do you mm-hmm. hear me? Uh, this San Francisco yes, walk or Yeah, do you hear me now? Do you hear me? I do. Please Hello? go ahead. Okay, the San Francisco walking you. tour, do they have security guards walking, walking security guards, armed security guards, I mean? Well, I, 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 to, to, be, to be direct, Alex, I, I don't know the answer to that. I would hope so, considering what they're going to uh, be seeing. And, and, yeah. and, and you know that the subjects are going to be upset because it's almost like, let's go to the zoo. And yeah. so you, uh, you're going to have to have security. Yeah, that's the only way to go through San Francisco and some of the areas, and the same is for New York, and it's actually going to be affordable, whereas beforehand, uh, now at least you, in New York and some areas, you've got to go with security, you've got to pay out of that from your own pocket. But I also want to comment about this DA that says it was a mistake that the Trump indictment came out on the website before the indictment occurred. Right, and the clerk says it's it. a mistake. I, I, yes. Yeah, the clerk. Yes. I, you know, I believe her. I think it was a mistake because if you look at the, at the documents that was on the website, it was the date for Monday. And they weren't planning on indicting Trump until after that because, you know, a few days later, because on Tuesday there were still supposed to be some witnesses coming in. And since those documents leaked on the website, they hurried up the process and they got the witnesses that were supposed to come in on Tuesday to come in Monday so they could finish up with it. Um, and I think that's that's what happened over there. But but I did want to say this actually two days ago when you had Teddy uh, and I, I couldn't make this comment, I think. I think that the reason why they indicted Trump at this period of time, and they weren't going to do it on Monday, they were going to do it at the end of this week, but they had to speed it up, was because the Republican primary debates are coming up next week. And the story next week would have been about the, what the candidate is saying, about the real issues facing the American people and the solutions that they have. And a lot of Democrats would have watched that debate. But now that we have the Trump indictment next week, Democrats will you know, have their eyes glued to the screen as CNN yells and rants about how horrible Trump is. And they'll be watching the proceedings of this indictment as opposed to actually hearing about the real issues facing the American people. That's why it came out at this time. And the arraignment, if you think about it, is being on Friday, two days after the debate next week. Right. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Thank you for the call, Alex. I really want to see one, one, you know, standard procedure in Fulton County, Georgia, says that you have to report to the jail to turn yourself in. There is no way in the world that you're going to make the former president of the United States turn himself in at the jail. So it will probably happen at the courthouse. But it seems to be a consensus that there will be a mugshot taken. And I just find that utterly disgusting uh, as it relates to the former leader of the free world. Sure, 
He can make a lot of money fundraising off of it. And, and he'll be a trooper, Mr. Trump, about this. But it is absolutely disgusting. Let's go to Sam in Texas. Good morning, Sam. What's on your mind? Hey, Dominic. I'm glad you took the call, and I appreciate uh, what you do there as well. Uh, I'm calling from Dallas, Texas. I've, I've called in a couple times, but, you know, observations that I'm making from afar, okay? Uh, it seems to me, <clears throat> and correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems to me that there seems to be a lot of naivete regarding immigrants. And, and we keep calling, I hear you guys keep calling them migrants, and I actually got to correct you because they are illegal immigrants. But, no, but, but, but Sam, 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 you're not correcting me because I could pull up I could pull up dictionary terms of of what the, the, the term of a migrant means. So you're entitled no, to your well, opinion. Migrants so is go, one go thing, ahead. but somebody entering I, I don't even want, but, but Sam, I don't even I don't even want to debate it. I don't understand the point of us arguing over whether they are because illegal it's aliens illegal or migrants. It's okay, can you please go on, Sam, with your point? Sure. The other point is that, you know, I hear you guys talking about Spanish-speaking, Latinos, and this and that and the other. You're not taking into consideration the different nationalities and people from different countries that are coming from all over the world, over 167 or 76. I forget the you're actual correct. number, but somewhere in that ballpark. You're correct. People are coming from all over. We've had, we've had Chinese nationals coming across the border unfettered and these are the ones that we know about not the ones we don't know about i mean there's people there's been people coming from uh, far far away countries that have no business here and what are they doing this is all a, a breakdown of our society and ultimately it's set up to crash our system of government and our system of uh our system of, of uh you know free society and I, I agree with you wholeheartedly uh, with the latter part of your comment, Sam, uh, in Texas. I think you said you were calling from Dallas. Thank you for the call. And you raised some very legitimate points there. And you are correct. You are correct as it relates to this migrant or illegal alien uh, crisis uh, that's ongoing. Let's go to Pam in New Jersey. Good morning, Pam. What's on your mind? Good morning. Um, historically, I don't think uh, a lot of people know about it because they try to keep it on lowdown. At the turn of the century, there wasn't only influenza. There was tuberculosis, antibiotic, and actually they didn't have antibiotics back then. But today we have anti- antibiotic-resistant tuberculosis, and many times travelers get that on a good day. So all these people are not being vetted. And um, they used to have institutions. Uh, um, I just bought a book, uh, New Jersey, uh, in, uh, tuberculosis institutions. And people used to die. They actually used to have shoots, at, like laundry shoots, in the hospitals to shoot down the corpses, down to, to get rid of them so that the public wouldn't see what was happening. So uh, we could have an outbreak which, uh, uh, of new diseases that would make, make uh, the coronavirus look like uh, nursery school. You know, Pam, I, I, I think you're correct, and I, I think we all worry about that uh, in the back of our minds. And um, I, I just don't understand uh, what, what leadership is doing, elected officials, in terms of opening up this Pandora's box 
with the issues as it relates to the southern border. I mean, we know what's coming out of Washington, out of the Biden administration, but all of this embracing of migrants in which they will never stop coming. And Pam, as you said, the health issues uh, that that could that can come up. God only knows what we're headed into. Thank you for the call, Pam. We are now joined by Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Time permitting, we'll get back to some of your calls. Good morning to you, Frank. Hello there, Dominic. So did you hear Curtis uh, uh, taking a few shots at you and I together? I did. I did indeed. I, I think uh, I think Marley <laughs> Matlin could hear Curtis uh, screaming about the two of us. <laughs> Uh, but hey, what do you have coming coming uh, up? Well, we'll we'll talk a little bit about the migrant situation and uh, Curtis's arrest, if there's time, and the uh, the issue of this new schism between uh, the governor and the mayor. And we're less than a, a week away from the first Republican primary debate. As of now, it doesn't look like uh, President Trump is going to participate. So we're going to analyze what the de- does anybody care about the debate without Trump in it? We'll explore that. And uh, Brian Kilmeade will. Uh, Join us to uh, chat about the news of the day. And uh, Elliot Gordon is going to chat with us about uh, a whole bunch. We're going to stroll down memory lane and explore a few lighter topics so that uh, people can don't have to be kept up through with stress hearing about all these horrible things happening in the world today. Well, let's uh, let's take a couple of calls, you and I together. Why don't you select the uh, the next caller? All right. How about uh, Patty in New Jersey? Fantastic, Patty. You're talking to Frank Morano and Dominic Carter. Hi there. Great. I'm happy to you've taken my call. Uh, although a couple of topics have topped what I wanted to address as far as, you know, I'm 77 years old, and I have to try to find, I'm retired, I have to try to find some cleaning jobs just to be able to afford everything that's so costly. And by the time I got done listening tonight, I wanted to be one of those migrants because they seem to be getting carte blanche. Am I wrong? So, so Patty, wait a minute. Did you, did I hear you correctly? Did you say you're 77 years old? 77 years old. And I retired. And did I I hear you correctly that you have to take side jobs doing cleaning? You said I do because I don't have enough income to match the inflation that's occurring now. And everything, everything you touch, you walk in a supermarket, just going to the store, maybe a little luxury I might have had, like going to the salon. It's done. I can't afford that any longer. It's disgusting. Frank, your take on this, I mean, this just makes me outright angry to hear what Patty is, is saying right now. Yeah. And uh, she's right, Frank. You know, maybe she should be a migrant. Maybe we all should be a migrant. Well, look, I think if you look at some of these homeless shelters and tent cities these migrants are setting up in, they're not exactly living in the lap of luxury. But what I hear from Patty, I've been hearing from more and more people, the inflation, the cost of everything, food, energy, everything, it's so dramatically outpacing what people are able to take in. So uh, I, I, my heart goes out to Patty, and I've heard this from so many other people, especially in our area, where the cost of rent... And- and everything else is just skyrocketing. And energy. Take a look at your electric bill next month and see what that's like. Frank, you are so correct. Folks, you want to keep it right there. Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight is coming up right now. Patty, please stay in contact. 
it's got to get better for you. And, and for the folks that we were not able to take your call, uh, you can uh, talk to Frank or I'll be back in 24 hours. Keep it right here. Talk Radio 77 WABC. This is New York's talk leader, the crown jewel of talk radio. WABC New York and 1071 WLIR Hampton Bays. 77 WABC News starts now. Good morning. I'm Bob Brown.